You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 117. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 117. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. <laughs> oh, just perfect. Oh, just fine. Find that. Uh, hi, baby. Hi, beautiful. Um, I'm back. Welcome back, babe. I'm back on the pod. <laughs> Can't keep me away. Did I tell you that Andrea did your Would You Rather segment? You did. You did. I, you know, if anybody's going to do my Would You Rather segment, it, I would give it to her. Oh. Like she's pretty good. Oh, she'll appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I totally would. She's got some good ones. I don't even remember. What was it? I Oh, gosh. I can't even remember now. No, oh, 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 it was something around decor, like having That's horrible right. yeah, you decor did tell me that. for you did five tell me years, that. which is devastating, and or have or the rice krispie treat thing that's it earns yeah. some wars for a month right, eating right, that right. yeah anyway but hello and welcome hello, obviously body people mr smith is back in full effect i'm back I'm he was bad. he was having a little stint where he was pissed off at me for the triple chi retreat that he couldn't come on it yeah it's still still upset i was actually the reason i missed the podcast is because i was out trying to find luggage my size <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite the feat, considering yeah, yeah. you're six five, and my feet are thirteen inches. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what that means. I, I wear big shoes. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> well, welcome everybody. We've got an awesome podcast topic for you today, which is how to forgive yourself for past mistakes. Nice. Which many of us Need. don't even realize how we carry a lot of that shit with us into new relationships, into new jobs, into our friendships. And a lot of it just has to do with choice of forgiving ourselves for shit we've done in the past. So we're going to walk you through four different steps to do that. Nice. Yeah. That's a good topic. I like it. I think so. I think so. So, but you know, before we do, we've got to do a little. Would you rather... Yes, my turn to take over the Would You Rathers. So I thought really long and hard on one because I had the top goulet. <laughs> oh, do they not? They don't know I call, we call each other goulet. Oh, they don't? Oh, Andrea, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll leave that for another day. No, I have to explain it now. Now you have to explain it? Okay, go ahead. You're like, during my segment? Right during my segment. While it's fucking hot and we're doing a cleanse. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little snicky because we're doing an elimination cleanse what right now. What is snicky exactly? Snicky is persnickety, but it's what's... Yeah, see, all these, all these <laughs> inside jokes you have to explain. I know, I know. We're pathetic. <laughs> but And it's hot, so we have to close up all our windows and we're all... Because normally, we're recording on the weekend, we'd be having, like, whiskey. Well, if we turn on the AC, it's loud in here, too. Like, that vent is really loud. I so. know. God, California problems. Okay, so Andrea and my Andrea is my best friend, and she's also a coach, and we're actually doing a joint project together we're going to tell you about in a little bit. But we started, our friendship kind of started it by watching all of these old 
Saturday Night Live, like it was the best Will, of Will Ferrell. Best of Will Ferrell, yeah. And it was we were going to coaching school and we were assisting the class together. And so she stayed over at my place, so she didn't have to drive all the way from San Diego at the time. <laughs> and so we just watched all these Will Ferrell clips, right? Well, there's the one where he plays Robert Goulet. Robert Goulet. <laughs> You'll just love it. Or my name isn't Robert Goulet. <laughs> and, and so now, so we just kind of stuck. We would do all the parts from it, like nature, Goulet. Goulet. And you guys just started calling each other Goulet then. Yeah. And so then it went down to G. That's why I come up here. Nature Goulet. It went down to G. Hey, G. Hey, Goulet. Like, <laughs> and it's to one of the points where now if I say Andrea, she's like, why do you call me that? Yeah, you know, don't, it's, yeah, it's don't like, call me It feels that. really weird. It's like me calling you Amy or you calling me Ken. I know. We did that last yeah. night. And I was like, that sounds so odd. Okay. Anyway, sorry. All I had right. To explain. Back had to, to explain. my segment. Okay. You're, you're, you have the floor. Way to steal my thunder. All irritated. Now it's not going to be nearly as powerful. <laughs> All right, so would you rather drink the water from a well-used public pool? Mm. Pretty nasty. All of it? No, not all of it. Yeah, all of it. We're in a drought. Superwoman. <laughs> or let a dog lick your face right after it has licked its butthole. Jeez. <laughs> God. Both are pretty disgusting, if you ask me. Like, I just don't like dogs licking my face. I'd rather drink that water, man. You I'll take would, my chances. You would? Yeah. Well, I just think like, okay, if the dog licked my face, I could just kind of like breathe through my mouth and then wash my face right after. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could. Versus, but yeah, that's true. That's a good point. pool? Yeah, then it's inside of you. And uh, I don't, I and mean. you never know what's in that water. I can't with, I can't with that. Oh, yeah. I can't even go in a public pool for that reason. It's, really? I, I mean, I do, but. Yeah, it freaks Begrudgingly. me out. Freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right. I think I would pick the the butt-licking dog face. <laughs> <laughs> butt-licking dog face, please. <laughs> <laughs> and some cleanser right afterwards. Yes. All right, so let's, let's jump into this. I want to talk about how to forgive yourself for past mistakes. So I've got four different things for you, and you might want to grab a sheet of paper unless you're driving – Please don't fucking do that if you're driving. Yeah, just put it in your notes on your phone if you're driving. No! <laughs> no! It would be... No. I know. I'm, it's, you know what I just realized? That's we gave sarcasm. Away, we gave away your real name. I wonder if a lot of people know. I was thinking about that. I'm like, how many people know my first name? It's like Batman. Yeah. Like now, now you're... <laughs> Yes, Mr. Smith does have a first name and a middle one, believe it or not. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Dot Smith. <laughs> okay, so I think that there's a lot of times where people carry with them, even on a subconscious level, almost like a punishment for their past mistakes. So the way in which that manifests, I think, is it kind of your core belief system and which in turn dictates how you speak to yourself. So let me give you an example. Let's say you go through a really egregious breakup and you are quite regretful. You always kind of thought, gosh, they were so good to me and I cheated on him or cheated on her and we broke up and I, and you just really carry all of this guilt and you beat yourself up like crazy. I believe that from that particular instant, 
instance, you start to create a belief system. So that belief system might be, I'm damaged. I'm not worthy of love. Uh, you know, something core. People hurt. I get hurt around me. Right. Kind of thing, like right? I, I cause damage everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And then that in turn will really feed continual self-talk. So then when you somebody wants to hook you up, your mind is like, why would they want you? Why, you're too this, you're too that. You know, mm-hmm. oh gosh, you're you're so damaged. You have all this baggage. You do, they have no idea. You know, and so then you get this barrage of chatter in your mind. So there's a huge cost to continuing that suffering. So one of the huge elements that I think can create some shift here is when you really understand what forgiveness really is. Okay. So forgiveness, whether we're talking about for other people or yourself, forgiveness is not saying the deed was acceptable. Forgiveness is simply saying you choose not to suffer over the deed any longer. So I think a lot of times people think, but I did fuck up. But I was a dick. But I did cheat on him. But that was horrible. And then they think, well, if I forgive myself, I'm making that okay. And you're not. You're not saying that you condone that behavior. You're not saying that you're going to do it again. You're not going to. You're not saying that it's acceptable. You're just saying I'm not going to suffer over this thing anymore. Got it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the same thing with, like, let's say you got fired from a job that you really, really loved, same situation. You could carry that into all of your other workplaces. And it, it can actually still really inundate the rest of your self-talk too. Yeah. I mean, even when it's not related to that direct topic because it just like breeds off of each other. So if you all of a sudden destroyed a workplace environment, let's say, and you lost a good thing and you had everything going for you and all of these things, that can now permeate not just how you feel about your future work environments, but also how you feel about anything else that you go after mm-hmm. or relationships or whatever else it may be. So the reason I underline that is because I want you to understand the cost of this. Because what you are essentially saying is, I have to suffer for this. I must inflict suffering. Now, that ex of yours may have forgiven you, may have moved on, or they may not have. So you might be dealing with a situation where the other person is still carrying a lot of blame towards you or inflicting a lot of a lot of emotional charge towards you that makes it easy for you to go into that place of loathing, self-loathing. Yeah, okay. And that is is a huge, like, boundary issue. Sure. Like, that's just a a matter of staying away from that sort of environment. If somebody is in your life that is perpetually making you pay for something and you've repented, you understand, you have said you are sorry, you choose that that will not be the case in the future, you don't need to keep paying for it. Yeah. You don't. If you do keep paying for it, that is your choice. And that's what I really want people to understand is if you are locked into that belief that I fucking suck because of X, Y, or Z, that will continue to be your reality. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me with a crazy look. No, I'm just listening. Oh. I'm, I'm drinking it in. Drink it in, Mrs. <laughs> so understand that you can always 
believe that you messed up. You can always think I behaved poorly. You can always believe that I that was a truly a mistake. I wish I would have behaved otherwise. That can always exist and you can choose to stop beating yourself up over it. You can choose self-forgiveness. And that all that is is a fucking choice. It's going, I'm not condoning that behavior. I wouldn't do it again. I don't think it's acceptable, but I'm not going to continue to suffer. Beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. So the second thing that you can do if you know that you are truly immersed in self-doubt and kind of berating yourself all the time for past mistakes is to get a real handle on your self-talk. And that that takes a lot of effort. I do tons of work on this. But getting a hold of your self-talk, the first piece of it is really creating the awareness around it. So you can do that a ton of different ways. You can take an inventory of how you're speaking to yourself or maybe as you're listening to this, you're going, I've never really forgiven myself for how I spoke to my little brother that one time or I never really forgiven myself for how I be I was a bully in elementary school or Mm -hmm. you know maybe there's something that you're hearing this and you're going oh my god I really haven't and and I'm making myself suffer and and pay penance for this particular thing so if there is that thing and you're hearing it pay attention to how that influences your self-talk So as you go through your day in and day out life, like maybe it's related to work, maybe it's related to relationships, maybe it's related to friendships where you feel like you fucked up a really good friendship and now every time you're in a social environment, you start really this negative self-talk about how nobody wants to be friends with you. Mm. So if you know that there's an instance that you could possibly be triggered by, Start turning up the volume around it just so that you can gain more clarity, more awareness. Got it. And take note of it somehow. So this this part is typically where people start getting into like the beating myself up cycle mm-hmm. because then once they realize that they've been so shitty to themselves, then they get mad at themselves for even being shitty. And then it's even... some more self-talk that's destructive. Exactly. So look at this assignment as... Pure awareness. It's almost like if you turn the light on, it's a win. And if you, whatever you see, you don't have to beat yourself up over it. You just have to notice what you see or else we can't change it. Right. So notice how your lack of self-forgiveness in whatever area is actually infiltrating your personal self-talk. Get a handle on it. One of my absolute favorite ways to kind of refute or have a rebuttal for that self-talk comes from Harv Ecker. And I've actually shared this before on the pod, but he, whenever he deals with negative self-talk, his instinct is just to say, cancel, cancel. Thank you for sharing. Right. I like that one. I need to read that book again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really, really simple. It's not that we're saying, no, you're not damaged, or no, you are lovable, or you are enough, which is all great and fine. But sometimes what you really need to do in the moment when you're talking shit to yourself is you just have to acknowledge that you are. Right. Sometimes you can even say, well, that thought just happened. (laughs) Right. It's just there. It doesn't have a, doesn't have to be emotion. Right. Right. You can just, it's just that recognition. Being an outside observer of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And then you can dissect it even further. And I should mention, too, myself and <clears throat> Goulet, myself, myself and Andrea, are actually having a online workshop this particular week. So if you are interested, we're going through a ton of stuff around this. We're talking about inner critic. We're talking about forgiveness in particular. There's worksheets. We're doing a whole online workshop of four different must-have self-love secrets, things that absolutely change how you view yourself. Mm. Very applicable. Everything. It's a workshop format because we want people to gather the information and then go apply it. It's not just listen and, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Right? Right. So if you want in, you can simply go to theselfloverevolution.com and just grab your spot. And... Well, if you're also if you're on your phone right now and it's easier to text, you can actually just text the word register to 66866 and we'll secure your spot. We're only allowed so many people on the line live for the online workshop, so please be sure. I think we can only take 100. I can't remember. But get get your registration in so that you can be sure to get your spot and then as soon as you enter your info, all of the deets will be sent to you. You get your worksheet, you'll know what to do. How oh, cool. Yeah. So it's it's a more of more expanded version of a lot of the stuff that we're discussing here. Yeah. So handle that self-talk. And again, I really want you to start with the awareness piece. And awareness makes the change. It really is. I mean, it's mm-hmm. true. I mean, you do that in your work. I do that all day. Yeah. Yep. I mean, people with their physicality. That's right. Until they realize where they're holding things or where they're holding themselves back right. or causing their own suffering. Right. They can't and change it. It's interesting. I just had a client that was <clears throat> that came in and he's like, I got this back pain and I can't get rid of it. And and um, I'm looking at him and he's leaning over to his right. And I didn't know whether that was just because he was in pain or whether that was, you know, a habitual pattern. Um, so I didn't say anything at first and I started working on him and I pulled that whole right side long again and got him back even and he stood up and he said, I wanted to lean over to my right, but something told me not to. And I didn't mention anything, but he became aware that he was in a different position. He's like, am I leaning to my left? And I'm like, no, actually you're pretty straight right now. You were over to your right. Right, right, right. So that awareness created change. Yes. Right? And that's the same thing with self-talk. Yes. Well, and it's really interesting because obviously you're, for those of you who don't know, he's a genius body worker and educator. Thank you. Massage therapist. But it's so interesting, the clients that you have who do understand body awareness, they understand what's happening in their body. They're the ones who actually create change. It's the ones who refuse to look at it, who stay in that debilitating posture. Mm -hmm. Right. And the same is true with me. For people who are locked into their way of thinking, how it's always been, these are my belief structure, I'm not willing to look at it, I don't want to get vulnerable, that Mm -hmm. is their rest of their life. You are dictating your future right here. But if you actually can turn up that awareness and then choose something beyond that. So for you, once they realize, holy shit, I've been carrying myself like this, I actually do have the power to do this and stand a different way. With the right tools. Then you can choose. That's right. Then you're at choice. So I I underline that because it's so incredibly important that you understand the awareness. Because so many people are like, I just want it to be better. I just want to forgive. I just want to be done. And we do everything in our power to not fucking feel what's going on with us. Yeah. 
So these are just vessels that move us around right. when really they are us. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, something else I wanted to mention that might resonate with people is if you are, um, if you do catch yourself in negative self-talk or you do catch yourself in a bad posture or whatever it might be, speak kindly to yourself when yeah. you do that. You know, yeah. people are always like, oh, damn it, you're doing it again. Arr. Yeah. And, and that's just as bad as the negative that thought you were to begin with. thought to begin with, right? Like You have to just, like you said, make yourself aware of it. Say something nice to yourself like, ah, you caught yourself or there you are again mm-hmm. or, you know, something that is a little nicer and it'll take the edge off of that um, that uh, negative self-talk. Because it's, it's, it's answering negative self-talk with negative self-talk. Right. That's right? not helping. <laughs> so it doesn't help. Yeah. Well, if you think about any time you're trying to condition a different way of behavior, right? Like, let's say it's a child who's doing something they're not supposed to be doing. And you're like, God damn it, you fucked up. You you, you wouldn't do that to right. the child. You'd be eh, like... Some people do. Right, which we're not <laughs> advocating. No. So, but if you really wanted to create change, it would be like, did you notice what you just did? Right. Here's the repercussion. Here's what you would want to choose instead. Right. You know, like if you can think about being kind to yourself the way you would be to anybody else. Exactly. So, good point, Mr. Smith. Thanks. Thank you very much. So the third thing that, and this might be just a place to shine a little bit of light. Check out your relationship to forgiving other people. Because I have found in my work that a lot of times people who are caught up in a lot of blame and a lot of resentment towards other people for things that they believe they did wrong to them tend to also be the people who won't forgive themselves. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to forgive people for horrible things that they've done done to you, chances are you're able to forgive yourself. So interesting. And that's yeah. also a way for you to take the external, like our external relationships, our external environment, things that we were pretty easy to tap into. It's very clear if you're pissed at your mom or your dad or your brother or your old boss or society or the fucking drought if you're in California. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're pissed, 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 pissed at somebody because you feel like they wronged you, you are suffering. You are carrying that, right? Yeah, yeah. Chances are, if it's your douchebag dad, he's probably not thinking about it. You're the one carrying all the anger, all the blame, all the acerbicness. So true. So there is almost always a direct parallel to how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. Your willingness to forgive your own situations, Um discretions indiscretions rather yeah interesting so check that out because a lot of times if we are well first of all give yourself a huge dose of compassion because that is a natural defense so if somebody does something wrong to us it is so counterintuitive for us to think hmm how can i let go of this how can i let that let that be theirs we think god damn it you fucking asshole look at what you did look at what you caused and we it's so much easier to stay locked externally and like stay 
focused on why they are so awful. That's easy. It comes easy. And you don't have to do any introspection. You don't have to claim anything of your own shit. You don't have to work on you at all. You just get to point, point, point fingers. Right. But when you stop and look at, okay, so that happened. That happened. They did me wrong or whatever. Do I want to still suffer? No. So the again, that same concept about what forgiveness really is. It's not saying that that's acceptable that my dad treated me this way or my ex treated me this way or my workplace treated me this way. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that. It's saying I'm not going to continue to suffer for that anymore. Got it. And I'm going to choose my focus. I'm going to change viewing everything externally like that if those things shifted if that person miraculously took ownership of what they did to me then i would be okay that's an awful lot of investment in other people coming through for you Mm -hmm. which as you know we talk about this all the time (laughs) is a variable that you cannot count on yeah yep so really shine that light on is there a place in my life that i have been absorbed in blame Hmm. absorbed in non-forgiveness of that person and the other thing too is just because like you forgive yourself let's say for being an alcoholic it doesn't mean that you now go out and hang at a bar like you still can choose totally new behavior right right Right. yeah you don't have to it's not accepting the deed it's accepting yourself mic drop well, that was our <laughs> mic drop. Do you hear it? <laughs> Let me just get that back. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's, we are, that's, that's we are, production right we there. We are a class act. It's production value right high, there. High production value. <laughs> but again, we're going to be discussing all of this stuff in the worksheet, or worksheet, the, the workshop that I'm doing. The Self-Love with. Revolution? Yeah. So if you, again, if you want that spot, go to theselfloverevolution.com or text the word register and you can get your your spot super easy just by texting register to 66866 and we will be sure to lock you in for that. So the fourth thing then is now that you have identified, okay, here's all the people I've been blaming and in turn have not been taking care of myself or been in turn have been making myself suffer for my past indiscretions or for my past mistakes. Now that you've identified it, now that you see how you're speaking to yourself, now you have to consciously choose another focus. That's kind of like the metaphorical, you turn the lights on and now you're seeing how dirty the fucking room is. You can't just turn the lights off. Right. Or it's just going to go right back to being a shitty situation. Now you actually have to do something about the mess. Now you actually have to Mm -hmm. choose new behavior, new way to speak to yourself, new people to surround yourself with. You have to choose what you're going to focus on. So when you notice, like you were saying, when you notice that you are starting to talk mad shit to yourself or really giving yourself a hard time for who you are in your relationship or who you are in social situations or friendships or workplace or whatever, you have to consciously focus on something else now. Got it. So looking at maybe even just simply asking yourself, what would feel more powerful to focus on right now? That's a good one. That's it. I mean, I think it's absolutely irrational. Like let's say you're dealing with 
friendships and you feel like you fucked up a bunch of friendships or you made a bunch of mistakes that you really wish you would have said something differently back in the day or whatever and now you are in a social situation where you really want to make friends but all this negative talk is going on about how you just mess everything up every time well first of all you're gonna catch it you're gonna be like there there that was there that was cancel cancel thank you for sharing and now what would I rather focus on you know what? I might want to focus on going to ask that person where they got that dress because that's so cute and going to strike up a conversation. What would happen? What sort of liberty would happen if you spent all of that mental energy that you normally use to talk mad shit to yourself? What would happen if you freed that up and could actually make shit happen that you wanted in your life? That sounds like a really awesome right yeah i love the idea it's not until you start applying it do you see the gravity yes of that when you start applying it and you start seeing progress yeah. and you start seeing these little steps like oh yeah now i see that i see how that works right. that's when the gravity of that statement really comes into effect right i you know last week i was talking about it with with andrea and we were saying you know this shit is like reading a book on Pilates and expecting your body to get better. Right, right, right. It, yeah. You actually have to do something. You have and it what's challenging is it's mental. Yes. So yeah. you ha- it's a thought exercise. Mm-hmm. Like you have to exercise your mind and turn up the awareness around it. Yeah. And it's very very possible and it's also subject to the compound effect. The same way you like do- compound interest. Yeah. Okay. So the same way you do one workout, that doesn't change really much about your body or your health, right? Right. Do that same workout for 30 days, 60 days. That small piece of effort compounds into radical change over time. Yeah. Okay. Got same it. is true for anything else. Yeah. I mean, save a dollar. Dollar. Mm-hmm. What's a fucking dollar? <clears throat> over time creates a lot more money, right? right? So it's these small incremental efforts. Catch one thought today. Catch another thought tomorrow. And before you know it, you've now conditioned a completely new way of operating and thinking. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So again, if you want more on this, if you want more on forgiving yourself, concrete tools on actually speaking kindly to yourself and not being such a bitch. Um, dealing with emotions. We talk about that a lot mm-hmm. in actually addressing what's going on with you in order to heal. So if you want more help with that, that is exactly what we're going to be talking about on this online workshop for must-have self-love secrets. I would love for you to be there. And again, it's going to be myself and Andrea Owen from Your Kick-Ass Life. And you can join us. Just text the word register to 66866 or swing by theselfloverevolution.com. And that will also be in the show notes too for this particular pod. You can find all that information there as well. But yeah, it should be a good time. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. It's this week. So please, 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 please get your name in if you're interested. And it's totally free. It's fucking free. Come on. So I don't have to get in luggage to get there. No, you don't. And it's virtual, so you don't have to pack yourself up. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you wanted to add? That was well put. Very poignant. God, I'm hot. Yes, you are.
Oh, you're sweet. Ah, see how I flipped that? Yeah. See do you see what I did right there? See what I did right there? All right, guys. We love you tremendously. And don't forget to get your register. All right. So I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you wanted to add? That was well put. Very poignant. God, I'm hot. Yes, you are. Oh, you're sweet. Ah, see how I flipped that? Yeah. See what do you see what I did right there? See what I did right there? <laughs> All right, guys. We love you tremendously. And don't forget to get your register. All right. So I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you want to add? That was well put. Very poignant. God, I'm hot. Yes, you are. Oh, you're sweet. Ah, see how I flipped that? Yeah. See do you see what I did right there? See what I did right there? All right, guys. We love you tremendously. And don't forget to get your registration in. And here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. <laughs>